and we are back. Welcome back to Above the Pitch after our two-year hiatus, getting hit by COVID, and coming back with the rebound to bring this podcast back because we've had enough and we got to get a lot off of our chest. It's currently 2021. I'm vaccinated, so Michael let me outside of the house and into his house so that I could uh, record this podcast. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, we couldn't help ourselves. We had to bring this back. You know, it's been a rough time. We won't really get into that part. But just seeing transfers after transfers rolling in, we couldn't get away from the mic. We had to talk about what's going on. It is directly affecting our own teams. And I'm honestly, like, super excited about this Prem season. It reminds me of when I was first starting watching in 08, 09, you know, It's big teams are back. I feel like everybody's back. The small teams are big now. There's just too much to talk about. I feel like the small teams are doing better business than the bigger teams, unless uh, you're Manchester United or Chelsea. Um, I probably wouldn't have done this podcast if Ronaldo didn't come back to Manchester. I'm just kidding. I love podcasting. No, he wasn't. I wasn't coming back. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, Yeah, this this has been an awesome transfer season. It's like you're playing FIFA in real life and all these transfers are happening and you just don't believe it's true. But uh, we're really excited. Let's start off with uh, the first team, the team that's in first place. Is that what you want to start with? Where do you want to start? You know what? I say we just start with the big three money signings first and uh, just jump into that part. So, number one, Jack Grealish. So, this was one that hurt me because I'm a huge Jack Grealish fan. And uh, I probably would have sold my left nut for him to be on Man United, but we got too many people on the left wing. Um, So, so he decided to go to City, you know, and you can't turn down, what was it, $120 million? About, yeah. Austin Villa can't turn that down, and they were actually probably my favorite team in the transfer window, besides for obviously Manchester United, but I'm talking Mm -hmm. about how they did it. So, they actually had a plan the year before on what if Jack Grealish leaves and how much money do we have to do the business that we need to, and Danny Yings was on board to sign for Austin Villa already by 2020, 2019. He was already ready to go to Austin Villa. No one one knew that. No, they did awesome. I mean, if you, you know, our numbers aren't going to be as accurate, but if you try and crunch some numbers, see where that money went, uh, you know, 120 was given for Grealish and they made three major signings that were about 105 and those three are all in attack. So they got Buendia. Uh, they snatched him up from Norwich on their promotion. That's the greatest. That's the great signing, I would say. Which was their highest one. That was about yeah. 40 mil. Then they got Bailey. Uh, the Jamaican young kid, uh, winger from Bayern Leverkusen. They got him for about 32. And then Ings, the 35 million from Southampton. I think it was really, really good business. I mean, Grealish is amazing and he really helped Aston Villa be who they are for sure. But if you're going to lose a big player and replace him with three, I think that's great. I think, yeah, I think you have to replace them with that amount of players because you also need to change the way you play, and they are going to play a 4-4-2 now. Uh, too bad Watkins has been injured and hasn't been able to show off. They haven't been able to show off that 4-4-2. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when you're, you're – you got you lost Realish. He left. He provided the team with so many assists, and he could have had even more if Watkins could score. Um and you're replacing him with Leon Bailey, who apparently has anger issues, I think. That's what I hear. Something I think like he that. has some type of, you know, 
bad mentality, we'll say. But who knows now with this big transfer and it's the Premier League and he's dealing with a coach that will, you know, be in his face. Who knows how he'll be. Uh, he had a decent outing his first game and then he got injured. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, but he's going to come back. Hopefully for this game coming up. Danny Ings has already started off really strong. Monster. Overhead kick. Yeah. And uh, he's obviously a great striker. And Bundia has been doing well. You know, he's been putting his work in, putting yeah. his shift. He just needs to get more assists and goals because he's got to get used to that team and that setup. But that's that's a great signing from the team. I think it's just overall great tactics as well because when you watch Aston Villa now, you know, I haven't watched a ton mm-hmm. of games, but I've watched... Some, so I can get an idea. Back last season, I'm talking about. I've seen all three this season. You know, all the attacks were going through Grealish. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, you kind of can prepare for that after a while, even though he's just fundamentally amazing player. Now, you're just not really sure. Like you said, if Watkins comes back, you know, you have Watkins and Ings up front, which either one can make an opportunity. Then you can interchange your wingers, your outside midfielders. You have Bailey, you have Buendia, you have Bertrand Traore, you have uh, El Ghazi. So, everyone can kind of shine a bit. I don't think you should overlook Traore or El Ghazi. I think they can give you that extra edge when you need it. You know, they're not necessarily 90-minute players. They're not necessarily your starters, but they'll definitely give a different edge and you have to prepare more now. When you're playing Aston Villa. Uh, I agree with you on that. I just don't think they'll place as high as the table as they did last year. I don't quite remember where they placed last year. Um, I don't have that on me right now. But I just don't think they would be... I think even even if they lost Grealish, right, that they lost him, right. they're still not going to do as well. I well, think Grealish was too big of a loss. And yes, they did amazing in the transfer market, but I just feel like the opportunities he created uh, are just irreplaceable. Look, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that they could definitely outperform themselves from last year, but I can totally say that they're going to be able to be a top dog. You know, they're going to be able to stay in the top half of the league. They're making a statement with their signings. If it doesn't work out perfectly this year. That's and normal. by perfect, you know, we're talking top six. Right. Would be a perfect. Um, they're still going to contend every year now. I mean, right. they're making foundation. Like, this is a big Aston Villa team. So, I'm pretty happy about that. They were 11th last year, by the way. They're currently 11th now. Okay. So, they're 1-1. I'm telling you, I think they could break through to the top 10. I think maybe next year they'll do better. I just don't think maybe they'll be 11th place. I feel like once you look at all the teams as well... It's just too many smaller teams that are looking really good. Right. And it's hard to pick a 10. Right. So, yeah, it's up in the air. But if you're going to say as far as potential and what they've put on the table mm-hmm. and how serious Excellent. they really look, yeah. they look they look really, really, really good. Uh, we're going to move forward to... So, after Grealish, do you feel Lukaku? That's the second biggest signing of 115. Well, do we want to talk about City since we Go ahead. Grealish? Go ahead. So, obviously, City wanted to sign Kane all summer, and uh, Levy was like, if it's not an absurd amount of of money, it's not going to happen. And I saw when Grealish, they paid $120 million for, once that happened, I saw, they're not going to get Kane. Yeah. They can't can't throw out another $150 million for him. Nope. They wanted, uh, I think Spurs wanted $180 million, which is absurd. And forget, if you put money aside, I felt Kane would have made sense. 
Kane was a great. I think they should have purchased Kane over Grealish. They need a striker. Aguero's right. gone. Gabriel Jesus, great player. Not the guy you need if you're trying to win the title and compete Champions League all year round. Question for you. Uh-huh. Would you have spent $180 million on just on Kane and not bought Grealish? Or would you have done what they did, which is spend $120 million on Grealish and not get Kane? I would have went straight for Kane. I mean, it's Man City. They have they, they don't yeah, have they money have, problems. Well, they have financial fair play problems. If, I understand. If, and if you have I'm to saying if it was within yeah. the rules right. and the laws right. and you could pull it off, then there's no reason to. It's literally the only thing you need. Why do you think maybe they didn't pay 180 million for Kane? If I think that, if that a, was a missing link. Like I have, think it's because of versatility. They have Sterling. They have uh, who's that? Who, the they Ferran have, Torres who can yeah. play both sides. They have Bernardo Silva in there. They have Bernardo Silva. They have Mares. So mm-hmm. that's two wingers on each side. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes they have Foden. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's just the fact that they've created a system where they don't need a striker. You know, it's not like Aguero was the reason why they've won their last title, any of that kind of stuff. So, I think they've created but a the system. the other ones were. I think the other teams, I think... No, not taking anything away yeah. from Aguero. I'm saying where the team is going now. The direction they're headed right now is stability without a striker. Well, I think they want a striker. I don't think they're looking for... We're not saying that they don't one. want one. I'm saying oh. that's that's what they've created. They've created a stable they... system that can still win titles without your star striker. So, if you can't get Kane and you get Grealish, you're still getting a versatility player who could be a winger, who could be a midfielder. He loves shuffling his team anyways, as far as Guardiola is mm-hmm. concerned. So... I think it was for him. It was a win-win. He was short term win-win because right. it's like I'm still getting a young guy. He could play wherever I want. My system right now doesn't need the striker, so I can still completely compete for both titles. And that's pretty much it. I think that's what makes the most sense. Plus the whole Harry Kane thing that needed to get thrown out because we all know Daniel Levy is always going to try and get way more than expected, and you kind of can't do that. Yeah. Should they have looked at other options for strikers? Probably, but I Everybody guess I, I guess I can understand it. what they did. Yeah, I just I would rather I think the city that had a striker was better. Um, I know Pep likes to play with the false nine, but uh, I think he's been really wanting a striker. That's why I was kind of like, yeah, I I, look, I'm not the money. I'm yeah, not yeah, saying yeah. that they're playing this way because it's better. No, I'm yeah. saying they're playing this way because it's sustainable right, for now. Right. Um, and maybe they're looking at a bigger man later, maybe like Erling Holland, or maybe they think Harry Kane's going to come back. I don't know. You can go for a free next year. I mean, Kane is getting older, though, so it's not like it's a long investment. He'll be 30 next year, I think. Yeah. Maybe 29. I mean, how long are you going to keep the prime your, It's the prime of your life for a soccer player, so you'll get paid the big bucks, and he'll obviously win a trophy at Man City unless Man United or Chelsea or Liverpool have something else to say. Yeah, so, I mean, look, I'm never going to say, oh, 120 million, that was the best idea right. ever. They could easily have just not had Grealish at all and right. settled for a budget midfielder. I'll still be happy with mm-hmm. them uh, as far as their business is concerned. So, uh, I think it's okay business. I don't think it's anything crazy. Yeah, I think it's okay business too. I think worth the money in a way. I mean, we're not going to get into politics about how... I just don't think any any winger on City... Would need to be worth 120 million dollars the way he plays. Well, that's what I was gonna say. I'm not gonna get yeah. into politics about how much people are supposed to cost and where people used to be, where they are now. I mean, I don't even that's think, just insanity. Yeah, I just didn't even think they needed a player of that caliber on the team. 
is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, like, I agree. Like, he makes the players just learn how to pass the ball around and then pass it into the net. I feel like at this point, they're just doing it to make statements. Just like, we're still in it. We're not trying to look right. weak in front right. of anybody. They're, gonna, they're still striving to be better and make sure that no one catches up. Right. But as far as where money goes, Lukaku. That wow. transfer was huge. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. That was a Good scary one. To everybody. Because uh, last year, uh, we have a buddy. He's a Chelsea fan. And I told him that they were going to win the UCL. Stupid of me not to uh, go on little should have bet on that DraftKings and put it on. Yeah, and then we I might said, not have a podcast then. Right? right, I probably would have been very rich. <laughs> um, I was like Tuchel, you know, with Mount and that team that has like the perfect amount of veterans and new kids on the block and youth academy. It was like it's the perfect amount. It's like Man United ninety two, not Man United ninety nine. It's like it was just perfect. Right, it's what you. It was like a perfect locker room. I was like, this team, they're gonna win it. Mm-hmm. They got it. They have everything they need. They have X factor. They don't really need a good striker. Havertz came in. He was on fire mm-hmm. by the time the Champions League final was around. So he was putting in goals, and it was it was just theirs to be taken. And they did really well, and they did it. And then coming to the season, I I said Chelsea are gonna win the league. Like before all the trans big transfers happened, I was like Chelsea are gonna win the league, no doubt about it. They barely got scored on with Tuchel at the end of the year. Um, I think they only had like one loss, maybe no, no losses. I think it was just no losses, just a couple of draws and a bunch of wins. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh man, look, man, United got all these great signings that we'll get to obviously. And then boom, Chelsea sign Lukaku. Yeah, and. I think that's the statement. Lukaku's huge. I think out of all the signings of this year, that's like the statement signing of like, you thought we were bad enough before. Wait, wait till now. Like, cause like, like, and they've been like a little under the radar. Like, cause not many people thought they were going to be Atletico. Not many people obviously thought they were going to beat Man City. They kind of thought it was going to be. And they're used to the Chelsea we've been seeing for a little while. And, but like, I always feel like even with, um, Frank Lampard as a coach, they still weren't bad. Like I watched, all the games last year. I agree. And they played great football. Like, I loved watching them. Like, I was rooting for them because they just of didn't have they that played. edge. You know, they didn't have the edge to, to they just, win out their games. They just, they didn't, they, they, they were missing, a, they, honestly, they were just missing a striker that could put the ball in the back of the net. Mm-hmm. And now that they have that, I don't know. I, I really wild. can, I really can see bad. them, <laughs> like, really going away with it. Yeah. The, the, every team needs a number nine. You know, you can even be, like we said, Pep's uh, false nine team. All the great teams have a great striker. I mean, I I think face value, one-on-one, Chelsea's like that team to beat right now. Yeah. As far as their starting 11, their acquisitions, all that. I think what's going to keep everything level, though, is these smaller teams just getting bigger acquisitions now. And they're going to be the ones that are going to hold it down and make that race tight. So, just that's think, the only reason I'm not thinking they're going to run away with it just because yeah. of Lukaku. No, one I on think one, I'm going to be I think freaking with, out. Like, I think with Tuchel, that he's just such a great coach. Like, he's just going to... They're definitely contending for the title. Yeah, anyway. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying they're not going to blow away. I don't think they're going to blow away. I think they can blow away. They can, but I don't think that's what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, I mean, probably not, but... I mean, this this transfer window is wild. That's why I like this season. I feel yeah. like the big teams, most of them got a lot bigger, but some of them got a lot smaller. 
Oh, yeah. We'll get into that. <laughs> That's rough. They don't want to hear about that yet. So, let's move on. So, number three transfer is Jaden Sancho at 85 mil. Yeah. Man he's gonna, United. He's going to need time. Like, a lot of time. And now he's injured. Yeah. Uh, his first outing for the team, he looked lost. Um, he started off on the right. Move to the left. Man United play like this this type of forward style where the wingers sometimes switch or the forward switches with the winger. It's it's all over the place. But uh <laughs> yeah, he looked lost. He didn't know where hey, are you gonna pass me the ball over here? Should I go over here and get the ball? He barely touched the ball. I honestly. mean listen, I, I feel but like it's his first time with a new team, so But there's a lot going on at United, right? Now there's a lot going they're, on with United. They're trying to really flip the script. And they're trying to be like what they were feared as, you know, that huge team that every time they come, like, you need to be ready, right? Yeah, like you definitely need to be ready they for They made that a team. statement with what they've bought so far, right? All three, yeah. Sancho, Veron, Ronaldo. Those are statements. You can't just say Sancho, Veron, Ronaldo. You have to say like Ronaldo, Sancho, Ronaldo, Veron, Ronaldo. <laughs> Ronaldo. Like, this is a huge. That's huge. No, no, no. It's, no, yeah. what I'm trying to say is that. They're, you may disagree, but I feel like they're going from a team with not much identity mm-hmm. to trying to completely flip and having this solidified, like, we're Man United again. And I feel like that goes kind of in your thing about talking about Sancho, where mm-hmm. he may be lost because kind of the team is lost too. You know, Greenwood knows what to do because he knows where his teammates are going to be because right. he does the same thing every time on the right mm-hmm. side. You know, he knows who he can run, who he can't. He knows when to take his shots. Sancho's different. You know, he's used to working in a unit with right. Dortmund. He's a pass. Dortmund's a machine, you mm-hmm. know? United's not a machine. No, they're a counterattacking They're picking team. up all these guys to make this one big monster together. But that takes time. Like, if you watch the game, Varane's talking to Aaron Wan-Bissaka mm-hmm. now. He's telling him what to do. That's great. Yeah. But if you, you look at that. it and what you think you are and what you want to be, it's two different things. If you're already that monster, you don't need to have those kind of talks. Well, no, so, I think I think players during all games need to have those talks. No, no, I agree. Change. But I guess what I'm saying is, I think after this year, if they all really gel really nice, that's going to be the scary team. I think you give this team two months you to think? figure it out. That's I think you give short? this team two months to figure it out. There's there's big faces in that team. Like, Pug was a big face. Like, yeah, he's young, but he's a big face. Then you have Veron now to f- to figure out the back with Maguire. Right. And Pasaka's obviously going to learn how to play with Veron. And Luke Shaw is just, he doesn't Luke, speak, so Luke he's Shaw a doesn't machine. speak, so yeah. he just, just he's the Terminator, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like, if we ever mention the, the Terminator, that's Luke Shaw. That's your boy. Yeah, that's Luke Shaw. And then, obviously, now you have Ronaldo, who's... I mean, you don't got to talk to Bruno. Well, Bruno's got he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna get He's going to get talked to. I mean, I'm he, saying, he, you know, he, he, he gets his, he yeah, gets his I mean, job he done. Has, yeah, but he has a lot of bad games. Okay. Fair. He has a lot of bad games, and he does get yelled at. And now with Ronaldo, everybody's going to get yelled at. I know. Like, you got to – he's always going to want to win. Mm-hmm. Always going to want to win. So, I mean, honestly, I'm finally glad that this is happening. This just because it'd be nice team. to finally see United actually be a contender for things. You know, I don't want them to win anything. Well, we were but. fast first place, and then we blew it last year. No, I understand that. But it was always one of those things where it's no, like, we you guys were good, but... We were ahead a couple of points. Yeah, I get we it. We just literally blew it. Like, we do this thing where... There's a lot of... There were hey, a lot of missing pieces. We're doing, we're doing great. 
Oh, uh, not anymore. Like in the Champions League, we blew it in the Champions League. We were first place, then we tied, and then we lost the last game. Mm-hmm. And then we just do this thing where we get really, 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 really hot, get in a great position, and then we just kind of just fall Again, you're down. missing a lot. Identity, yeah. depth. I mean, you just keep going. I mean, that part of that has to do with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and his tactics. But that's, again, something that we could talk about in another podcast. Um, but obviously, Man United had the best signings out of, you know, the EPL this year. You literally got two great, great forwards and then a, a defense, a defender for for cheap. Everybody was cheap besides for Sancho. Uh, I could agree. I could agree. They did the best value for money anybody could have done. Mm-hmm. I could agree. I mean, just Ronaldo being... Right, Ronaldo's 28 million. 20, yeah, 20, 28 20 million. million. Ron was 50. Ron was 45, insane. 50 million. And insane. then Sancho was $120, so 90, 90 million pounds. And it's one of those things where I don't really care about the age because they need more of a locker room presence in that team. Mm-hmm. And then once you make that identity all over again, especially with Ronaldo knowing what it's supposed to feel like, right? that's going to be huge. Right. And it's with what like Ron has on his belt... I mean... Dude, he's scientific, fine scientific wise. I get it, but what yeah. I'm saying is, you know, yeah, he's about longevity, general, right? Yeah. So, and then Veron with just the titles and the the faces he's been. They around. both won the he's four Champions Ramos, Leagues, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is no Maguire. Yeah, that is no one Maguire. of the best center backs. But Maguire's the captain. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Which is huge in a sense. He's like the guy who tried to play Captain America. Imagine being a Winter captain Soldier. on that team. Yeah. Do you think he loses captaincy to Ronaldo? Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, I feel like they're not going to no, try and do, that, do that. Because, again, Ronaldo would get it for a couple of years. Maguire would be gutted. Ronaldo leaves. And then it's like, okay, here, back. Right. It's not going to be the same. He needs to grow with it. Would you give it to Ronaldo? No, I think I'd club. stick to what I would say. Huh. I'd stick to what I would say. Because you got to think about the club, not the players. He was never captain. I barely ever for United. I think he maybe I wore mean, the he band less than 10 big times. Names. There's no yeah. way he's making that. At that time. I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think... <sighs> what a signing, man. That kills me. Yeah, he was never even captain for... Port- uh, not for Portugal, for uh, Real Madrid. Because obviously Sergio Ramos was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, just because you're the best player doesn't mean you're the best captain. It's a whole other yeah. ballgame. And it's your first time seeing him in a red shirt. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I kind of... I missed him. You missed, you missed the greatest time in EPL history. I missed him, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't want you guys to win anything, but I am excited to see... Ronaldo on a weekly basis. Well, just know we're going to do better than you. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. I mean... Psych? Let's talk about Liverpool signings. Psych. One. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it depends how you look at it, right? Yeah. So, we got Konate for 40. Yeah. All right. The newest thing in your dressing room is the, the, the outfit, the kit. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I mean, look, Klopp's all about just keeping the players you got and play with them. And he's been doing well. Yeah, I don't know if he did well last year. I'm not that year. worried, man. I'm I really mean, not that worried. There's not like a big signing that I would say like, okay, we need this guy. Well, you did re-sign like everybody on the team except for Salah. That's fine by me. For four, five, four, five, four to five more years. And that's the name of our game recently. So, I'm okay with that. We have our we have way more alkalis than we've ever had now, before. So clearly, it's working. Now Liverpool somewhere. definitely has a system. Yeah, and they've been playing the same system for over and over and over and over forever, basically. Right. Like with Klopp. Right. Now, besides Fasala, uh-huh. who wants five hundred thousand dollars a week? Yeah, insane. I know, ridiculous. Yep, just leave. Mm-hmm. 
that's another story. How do you, like, it's like if you're a magician and you keep getting invited to, and you live in a small town and you keep invited, you keep getting invited to go to these parties. <laughs> it's the same magic trick? <laughs> it's the same magic trick every time. If everyone says ooh, then you're good. Then you're solid. They're not saying ooh as much anymore. Look, in my opinion, what I'm looking for, I'm watching them play and they're still playing really well. So I'm not worried about it. If we weren't playing well, then I'd be worried because it's like, what are you doing? Why are you rinse repeating it if it's not doing anything? That's not true. We've been playing extremely well. We're keeping everything up to date. So I'm happy about that. We The injury Robertson gave us some time to even get C-Makers right. some play time. He did really well. So now we know we have a, a backup left back. Mm-hmm. All those center backs having a crisis. We also know now we have right. some depth. You know... Joe Gomez hasn't even touched the pitch yet. So, you got Van Dyke, you got Matip, who's playing extremely well for no reason. He just decided that he's going to learn how to play football all of a sudden. You still got Joe Gomez behind him. You still got Konate behind him. Behind those is Nat Phillips and uh, Reese Williams. They're players that actually stepped up when we needed them. That's six people. Now, so, how did you feel during the Chelsea-Liverpool game after the red card? It was it was rough. Um it was one of those, it definitely has to be a penalty in my opinion. The red card, it's just how hard you're going to follow the rules. Right, but how do, you, how do you feel they played after the red card? I think they played fine. There's nothing you could do. I mean, Chelsea are also known for their defense. That's how they got through what they got through. Now, if you have a 10-man Chelsea, it's still 10 men. Mm-hmm. It's There's no difference if they're playing defense. So, and Edouard Mendy is just Insane. Yeah, very good goalie. I mean, he still had unreal game. I'm not mad about anything. I mean, if we lost anything right. like that, then of course, like but wow, could have lost though. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, but that goes if you're playing a top flight team like that, and they just got Lukaku and right. blah, blah blah, and we're talking the way we are, like West Brom last year, top flight team. I'm okay. I'm okay with the. I'm okay with Ty. Uh, would I want them to win? Of course. Right. They got the red card. They should win. I get that. But like I said, man, I feel like the way that team is and structurally, defensively, mm-hmm. and it's not Frank Lampard. It's Tuchel. Right. Like, he doesn't He's play around. Better. He knows what to do. Right. So I'm not shocked. Mm-hmm. And there were times, just one time, Mendy didn't make an incredible save. It's a goal and it's over. Right. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there were plenty of opportunities like that where it could have been over. And they deserve the they deserve what they got. So now I'm going to ask you the question. I'm probably going to ask you every year until this happens. Uh-huh. If you had a striker, do you feel like you would have won that game? No, I don't think it would have made a difference in this game. Do you not think- the way this game unraveled? Right. If there's no red card and there's no penalty, and we played that first half the mm-hmm. way we were playing, you guys were losing. I don't know. No, I didn't think we were losing, oh, but I think we us having watching, a striker. We were watching two different games. I think us having a striker would be. Another level. I mean, look. I mean, we still have. I think that that Chelsea game after they score on you, they're going to crush you. I thought they were going to put another one in, and it was they were going to put another one in in the second half. I don't know. I, I I feel like it was perspective. I was watching it different. When Liverpool get scored on now, I don't get worried like mm-hmm. I used to. You know, it's a different vibe. Like when they used to get scored, I'd be like, all right, right. you know what, it's over. But That's now we get scored on. It's a different team. I'm like, right. dude, anything could still happen. Look what Salah did to them. You know, a little while back. So, I'm not saying he's going to do that every time. Just mm-hmm. 
there's a lot more to the team that it's no, there's no way one nothing's done. So then we're gonna go into two questions here. Uh-huh. Would you have liked to sign a striker during the transfer window? And do you think Mohamed Salah is worth five hundred thousand dollars a week? Got some good questions, bro. So, would I want him to get a striker? I think anybody always wants to have an extra signing. Sure, a starting striker, though. I get that. Do I think it was? Do I think it's a necessity? I don't. So I'm okay with that. I'm okay with what he does. I'm okay with getting Jota in now, getting his minutes. In. I think he's he's done one of your nothing wrong. Yeah. He's done nothing wrong. He may not be the most elite striker of all time, mm-hmm. but he gets it. And he's not even tall, and he gets our headers. He's at the end of crosses, blah, blah, blah. I think he's so good for you guys because he's like that magic trick. That, he's that we of, didn't bring into that the other yeah, shows. Right? that he didn't bring to the other shows. <laughs> yeah. No, look, so that's why I don't care. What I do hope is that we do save all this money that we're not spending and we open for that one opportunity next summer mm-hmm. of just solidifying a striker and calling it a day. And who realistically would you want? Realistic? Realistic. I've had a name in my head this whole time. Um, realistic that you can actually get him. I don't know how much you go for, but I really want Erling Holland. <laughs> <laughs> I said realistic. He's never That's going to Liverpool. That's not that bad. Why not? He's not going to Liverpool. Why not? Because you're he not. going to go to United. Yeah, why not? Dad leads. Dad City. Dad's with Leeds. Yeah, but he's not going to Leeds, and Dad also played with City. Even more reason. Doesn't matter. He doesn't care. Nah, I don't want to see that. Get out of here. He's coming to Liverpool. His best friend is James fine. Sancho. All right, what's your answer then? Where's Erling Holland? No, what's Liverpool, who Liverpool should get as a striker? I don't know. It's someone that looks like Roberto Firmino. I don't know. <laughs> okay, perfect. Look at his Who are they going to sign? I don't know. I mean, that's the only thing that could logically make sense to me if you're going to save up that much money. They're never going to buy him, though. I, He's I, not a front runner. It's going to be City, United, Bayern Munich, maybe Barcelona, maybe Real Madrid. Liverpool's not in sight. I think United's out. United's not out. I think United's out with this whole Ronaldo thing. What are they going to do? Just have Holland He's only play sometimes? Two years. And- Okay, but Holland's probably going to want to leave this year, this summer. He's going to leave at the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ronaldo's still going to be there. So what? Who would have want to play with Ronaldo? Gonna, I don't think he's going to share the minutes like that. Who's going to share minutes? Holland's going to start. What's Ronaldo going to do? Play wing know. again? Maybe. We need a right midfielder and Sancho stinks. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sancho will be fine by then. No, I don't know. I mean, look, if Cid, I think City would be a big one. Kane's if, going if for free still, next if, year. If they can even splash that again, though. Of course they can. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, look, I'm not even sitting here just literally being like, mm-hmm. it's Holland or nothing, but he is someone that comes to mind because right. I feel like there's getting less and less and less spots for him to fit. What if Timo Werner came back in? What if they're like, ah, you know what? You, we haven't really used you. What do you mean? Timo what if, Werner? What if Chelsea Liverpool? trying to get... Liberal? Yeah. Nah. You don't want him no more? I can't see a reason why we would. What if he plays your starting striker? I don't know. I'm not comfortable with that. He needs to show a lot more. I mean, it may be just be the Chelsea thing mm-hmm. for him. I mean, uh, you know, at Leipzig, he was amazing, but I'm not going to risk that. 
There's We're not, not that many great strikers around anyway. That's what I'm saying. So if you're going to splash on anything, Holland's like the guy. He's the young kid. He's right. the one that's doing it all. He's the one that's going to leave Dortmund eventually. Hopefully he doesn't do the simple thing of, oh, I work, I play for Dortmund, so I might as well just go straight to Bayern. Right. So that's what I'm saying. So if Bayern's out, then I think Liverpool's a super top contender for it. What was my second question? Uh, Sola. Oh, yeah. <sighs> That's a sucky question. Just I don't think anybody's you. worth 500 a week. Not even it's Messi? insanity. Not even Ronaldo. They get paid that much almost. Those guys get paid right, that much. That's a different tier. I'm but talking he, about he thinks he's that beings. tier. We're talking about he human thinks beings. he's that tier. He's not that tier. He thinks he is. He's phenomenal. Golden boot winner. He's one of the best players we've ever times. had. Don't get me wrong. But that's he's just gonna, like, that's another level he's of... breaking Liverpool records that are meaningless. Uh, We're comparing humans yeah. and aliens right now. Yeah. So. I mean, he thinks he's worth that much. Look, I think if it gets to that point and it's financially doesn't make sense, then maybe it is finally time to... Who are you guys going to replace him with? I don't know. I don't know. Mohamed Mohamed? Salah Salah. <laughs> we'll get uh, El Neni and then we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, look... It, if they feel like that's not that big of a jump for them and they can handle it, fine. That's a big jump. Like, like you said, we didn't make any signings. Maybe the whole point of that is so we can do stuff no, like that. No, it's because you signed everybody else on your team except for Sola. Because we didn't sign Ings. That's the problem. I mean, that was... It's not signings. It's signings. Yeah, you shot... You, you probably Maybe that's what we him. need. He's going to go to a we third team. Ings again. A third team <laughs> in three so, years. No, I don't know. I mean, look... I don't think we should be paying that much, but again, if the financial structure says we can handle it, go for it. And then if we pay him that much now and then something comes by that's like, all right, you know what? We could offload Salah and then we can make this happen. So be it. Like, let's say we drop Salah, but we do pick up Holland. That might be worth it because now you're getting also years in that. But then you also need to get a right mid. Understood. Doesn't mean you have to go replace like for like. That's true. You know, if you get one of the top five best strikers in the world mm-hmm. right now and in his young 20s, you can easily get away with just getting a formidable good right winger that's not the best in the world. Who needs the best in the world? Most of our players don't come in like that. That's All of our players don't come in like that. You know what I mean? Firmino Hoffenheim, Mane Southampton. I mean, they're not huge names right. before they get here. No. You know, Salah Roma. It was nothing. Right. I mean, you, you know, he had a few nice highlights. Yeah, but that's about it. That's nothing. We we don't sign huge caliber players. The biggest caliber I've seen in a long time is Thiago. You yeah, know what I mean? He's, he's okay Like, he is established. Right. I mean, he plays a different role. Like, everyone thinks this guy's going to come in and start scoring goals, but he plays a different role in the team. Right. I mean, he, I think he could it's do a structured more. Team. I think he could do more in that role. Uh, not, it's not apples to apples, but it's like when I got to watch Wijnaldum. You know, when Wijnaldum was on Newcastle, he was a monster. Right. He was like attacking mid. Mm-hmm. He was involved in everything. He was kind of like a Jack Grealish kind of deal, right. right? And then he comes to Liverpool. You hear nothing about him for years. All of a sudden, he's lifting a Champions League trophy. Right. That's just how it is, you know? I feel like that's what Tiago's doing. He's just playing that role. So, you know, a whole different thing. But, I mean, I could sit here and just talk about wingers all day, but, I, you know, I don't have one in mind, but we'll see. I feel like we're going to keep them. I feel like soon enough, Firmino may go. Mm-hmm. It just seems like the next step. And I feel like we're going to have a few years of a top striker, maybe with Jota behind, trying to support, and then Mane and Salah staying there. Okay. I feel like that's kind of like the trident. And we've been waiting for that to happen. 
So that's where I am at with that. So let's go uh, two more big teams. Spurs. Spurs. First place currently. Doing wonderful. Nuno. Without Spar- Kane. Spiritos. Gomez. Nuno. Let's call him Nuno. Let's we'll call him Nuno. Esperito Torres. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so he's doing great. I mean, three games. Three I always wins. liked him as a coach. No, nah, he was awesome on Wolves. It was nice uh, having yeah, the Portuguese they, national team. and Premier They League. even changed the jerseys to their color. See? Yeah. They're usually orange. He's taken over. Yeah. But he's gone now. And they're placing with also a good coach, but that's Wolves. That's, yep. Um, a good Look. team that likes to play off the ball. Mm-hmm. They have signings that I don't know who they are. You'd probably know them. Yeah, I know a decent amount. You know, I feel like if you're watching as a Spurs fan, you're mm-hmm. finally saying... This is finally making some sense because most of their signings don't make sense or they're always reaching last minute. Right. Like Musa Sissoko, that signing was rough. I liked him though. On no, he was or- good. But the way they got him was like last minute. They overpaid. Right. They're like, you didn't really need that that bad. Like, I don't know what you're doing with that signing. They did that a lot. Right. So Who's now playing for Watford, by the way. Yeah. Who did go to Watford. Mm-hmm. They've lost a lot of names along the way. You know, they lost Vertonghen. Not this transfer window, but just in general. Vertonghen. Alderweireld is out now. Those were their two center backs for a very long time. So, they finally did something that makes sense. They replaced them. They got Christian Romero from Atalanta. That's in City, huh? Mm -hmm. Um, Apparently, he's good. I've never seen him play. But they say that he's apparently a good, good signing. Statistics look good. All that stuff. Good for them. Finally makes some sense. Um, he's probably going to be playing next to Davidson Sanchez. Yeah. Who seems to be playing well. Eric Dyer is playing well, but you always just tell he doesn't have right. that edge. So, I think he's, he's still making a little bit of mistakes. Right? Regulon. is on fire. I think Regulon is going to just be that standard left back for the team. I'm glad they finally got rid of Warrior. I think he needed to go. He didn't want to be there anymore. He's talented, but it always says, like, with his attitude and everything, that he needed to go anyways. So, I'm glad he's out. Um, Great signing there. See, again, finally making sense. They signed Royal Emerson. That's from Barcelona, but I don't know who he is. So, he was right back for Betis for a while, Real Betis. Right. And then... He was one of Barcelona's bad signings. Yeah, because they literally bought him, like, a month ago. For like 30 mil or something. Mm-hmm. And then like, oh, and then, uh, what is it, Laporte? Yeah. He made some statements saying like, I can't wait. He's like, you know, one of our young ones for a while. He's going to do really well here. Right. And then like one month later, he's out. So, I mean, good for them. They right. went out. So, now they have a solid right back. So, there you go. There's the defense right there. They thought about Larice leaving finally. Now, what happens to Tanganga? He had a great first couple of games. I think he'll still rotate. There's no way you're going to just play four guys. And Doherty. That's the actual question. That was question. Nuno's old guy. So, that's the actual question. I'm really actually shocked that he's getting no time. I don't think they're playing wing backs right now. So, that I think might it's be systematic. Why. Yeah, yeah, I, I think agree with you. I think when they play wing backs, he'll play. But Yeah, I'm curious what he's going to do with that. It's good that he... I think the only good thing that Doherty didn't leave is the fact that at least Nuno's there. Right. You know, if it was a different coach, I would have said, get out. But since Nuno's there, he knows him. So yeah, maybe he knows. He must know how to play him. They did try to buy Traore, but that, that wasn't going through. And Tanganga wasn't always right back. He did play center right. back at times. So, mm-hmm. you know, he may be able to be in that shuffle rotation. So, I could see that happening. 
And what else? They got that guy. Um, the other Sar. I don't think he's that relevant. That's the guy from League On. It's not that relevant. Right mid. They just bought him and then he's going to keep playing with them. We can't really comment on that yet. Mm-hmm. I don't even know anything about that. I don't think they signed any other forward besides for him, right? Well, talk about they got the goalie, the backup goalie from City A. I don't know if you saw that. No. Uh, Seems meaningless. Pierre Luigi Golini or something like okay. that. Okay. Apparently, he's good. Yeah. All I'm saying is at least they're thinking about a the backup future. for Larice. Yeah, they need one. Because he's been there forever. Um, you know who else is thinking about it? Who's thinking about a backup? Who's that? Arsenal. Oh, yeah, the whole team? No, like Ramsdale. Yeah. They I paid $31 million dollars for That made no sense. $31 million. That made no sense. For a goalie that's a backup. For what? That's worse than Bert Leno. For what? That gets paid them more than Bert Leno. Do they think Burn Leno gets scored on because of Burn Leno? Or the trash defense that's in front of him? Apparently, he's good with his feet, but he's not good with his feet. <laughs> Perfect. That's what you need as a goalie. That's awesome. Yeah, but Spurs, they just kept Kerry Kane for an extra year. It's beautiful. Yeah. I think that's it, right? No, I, I mean, mean, look. The, Noodles the, are on good track. I think they're doing they're doing great. I mean, Hoiberg stepping up. There's nothing to complain about. Mora, Bergwijn. Doing what they gotta do. Gear. About time, Bergwijn's apparently doing well, so I think they'll be fine. Um, He's getting minutes. That's we can important. talk about shambles. Shambles, shambles United, FC. yeah, Arsenal. Dude, it's kind of rough to watch. Honestly, it's worse. Twentieth place. It's worse because I used to watch them. Like because I started watching with Henri. Yeah, I used to watch. I started watching in two thousand. Mm-hmm. So, like, from 2000 to 2000, we'll say 2005 will be nice. 2000, well, it's 2006, all right? Uh, yeah, 2006. Is that Burkamp? Burkamp was on the team, okay. yeah. They had they had a squad. Like, they had a squad, right? Yeah. They even played well 07, 08. But 2006, like, that time period, like, Arsenal were a beautiful team to watch. And Arsene Wenger was doing amazing work for that team. And then... As years went on, to watch them get pushed out and now see what they've been left with, it's they they can't fire Arteta. Like they've they invested, fire they've, entire they've invested more money in Arteta than they've invested in Arsene Wenger and uh, all the other previous coaches. Dude, and just look at what they're doing though. Like their transfers make no sense. Well, they got rid of William, which is good, which was nice of him to leave because he could have stayed and just ate all that money. He went right. back to Brazil. David Luiz is out. Um, they just done a bad, done a bunch of bad business, and now they have they got what's his name Toyoshi Tokiyoshi. Mm-hmm. Just Tokoyasu, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was close. So, Dude, I just want you to know center back, right back, left back, maybe center mid. First of all, <laughs> first of all, at a net profit, they it's, are it's negative worse. Yeah, of course. Okay, by insane. Right? Imagine spending $50 million on, on even, a center back that's not over six feet. Don't even consider net profit. Just consider spending. They were at like 120 which puts them at second place. Just from yeah. what I was looking at. Yeah. Behind United. Who spent more? Well, United spent more. Did but, we? But their net profit is fantastic. Oh, of No, because they sell enough and all that stuff. Yeah. But well, I'm saying- You see how much we sold of Ronaldo's jerseys in 12 hours? No, I'm even talking about players offloading and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah. Me too. But I'm just saying, Arsenal-wise- even if you took net profit out, which yeah. is what counts, they still were the second highest spender. And mm-hmm. they're getting people like Ben White. They're getting people like Tokuyasu. 
I mean, I it's rough. They got they got, they rid got of- some guy Lokanga from Anderlecht. It doesn't matter. Oh, and they also like you can't also make signings like Odegaard. that and just waste. They signed Odegaard. They got Odegaard from Madrid. Are you sure they spent less than us? Less than United? Uh, yeah, I think it was like just shy. Hmm. Yeah, because if you put uh, Ramsdale, you know, they're all like 20, 30 million yeah, yeah. together kind of thing. Because Sancho's yeah, 85, Varane is 40, Ronaldo's 25. Mm-hmm. So, right there is 150. Yeah. That's a lot. So, you don't you don't consider three that. Three fantastic players. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, Arsenal's like, you don't even know where to start. Their signings are trash. They're playing like trash. It's one of those teams that it reminds me of when Arsene Wenger left, like, he left and all of a sudden a switch was turned and players remembered how to play again. Because Lacazette looks bad. Aubameyang looks bad. They're just all bad. They don't look good at Saka's all. Saka's the only good look at the good, the good like looking player. Yeah, and it's like team. how many times are you going to talk about the poor kid? Like, yeah, oh, of course. He plays well. He's really good. And I'm a fan. But if that's all you got to talk about, like, that's rough, man. When every player on your team is expendable. If I have to watch Granite's Jaka for one more season. I'm going to lose my mind. Imagine... Two footing stud up a player every single year and then asking why it's a red card. <laughs> you know, he was he was gonna leave the club, they were gonna kick him out, they gave him captaincy, then he got that red card. If I had to pay you twenty million and get rid of Jaka, right? Mm-hmm. And you can give me Milivojevic, I'd yeah. be very happy. I think a lot of people would be happy with that right about Because that's the man. He takes I'd PKs. rather have Milivojevic than this guy. He takes PKs. Yeah, it's rough. Get cards. It's really. rough, man. Arsenal look really bad. I barely think we'll be talking about Arsenal this podcast because you know what? They don't deserve a place among the top six. You know, you're right. They don't They don't deserve enough minutes for this podcast. They don't. We they have don't, to earn we've it. We've already given them too many minutes. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's just talk super quick. Um, spotlight players. Small segment. Spotlight players. Players that you might think are the ones that you have to look out for this season. Players you might think were cheap acquisition that's going to bring out a lot. What are you thinking? Damari Gray. Nice. Everton. Nice. So, he's on my list. Benitez, obviously the new How much coach. was he? I think he was 25 or 30 mil. No, 2 million. Was he? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Wild. All right. So, he came from Bayer Leverkusen. Damari right? uh, Gray, yeah. Yeah. So, 2 million. That's awesome. Obviously, he doesn't really like James Rodriguez Rafa, apparently, according to the news. And they needed a cam, but he's more of a striker. So, they're kind of playing him as a center forward role. Mm-hmm. He's done excellent so far for Everton. He scored, I believe. And he's just been good on the ball. And You know, he did score, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm like a dark horse Everton fan because they always had like decent players and they always looked like they That's could shocking. get... Uh, Europa League ball. And all, uh-huh. I, all I want to do is get Europa League ball. Yeah, Liverpool suck. Um, yeah, yeah. That's why I said that. Right. Uh, but, uh, I mean, Wayne Rooney, too, came from there. But uh, I'm not a big fan of Rafa Benitez, obviously. I think boy. he's a boring coach. That's my boy. Um, I just think he's going to have a huge role to play in that team because they have Richarlson. They have Calvert-Lewin. Well, did you see? Did you see that whole penalty thing? With Richarlison? Yeah, what's yeah, up just, with that? That's just him being Brazilian and himself. What's his problem? He's got attitude issues. I have Calvert-Lewin on my fantasy team, so he needs to take every single Yeah, one. your fantasy yeah, team Yeah, but he was is... freaking out. Richarlison, he was freaking out. Yeah, because sometimes he takes them, but it's DCL. Yeah, but they were saying, like, they were uh, interviewing Rafa, and he was saying before the game, yeah, they DCL already takes decided yeah. DCL takes it. You know he's crazy. He gets red cards for no reason all the time. <laughs> he brings his own red cards yeah. to the game. 
I'm just uh, he's my hope because they lost Sigurdsson. Won't even get won't into even that. get into that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously they don't have Hamas, so they need somebody to play that cam role, and he's a center forward. So I think that's really cool how they're going to do maybe like a four four one one because you know Rafi plays like standard formations. I'm just excited to see how well he does. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I feel like I have two spotlight players. Kind mm-hmm. of cheating, but you just choose one. Do I have to? Yeah, choose, choose one? one. Do I? Yeah. Really? You could name the second one, but then talk about only one of them. <sighs> Fine. I'm gonna go with. You see that psychology, by the way. So he's really just doing what I told him, but just having the opportunity to say both names. I'm gonna say both names. <laughs> yeah, that's, what <laughs> that's, all, that's all I want to do. Yeah, say, both, say both names. <sighs> Tokiyashi? Nah. Ben I'm gonna White. go with. Ramsdale. Uh, I don't know how to choose between them. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna go with Dan James. That's my spotlight guy. That's man. your spotlight guy. Why not? He went for greener pastures. He left the shitty team. He might not even start. Thank goodness he left United. He did fine he on the team. He wants to do good things for himself. He did good things. They don't he got a nice him. little paycheck. Now, listen. I mean, I he think it's well. good he for Leeds. Hard. It's nice to see like good. Leeds getting up there now. Uh, they were saying like Rafinha might even play kind of central role. And then James will play the right. So, it would be like Harrison, Rafinha, James, and then Bamford in front. I think that'd be kind of I mean, nice. I mean, I like the way Leeds play, so I'm not against it. They got Calvin Phillips, I'm a big, Stuart Dallas I'm behind I'm a big Daniel James fan. I'm like 1% of the population that has a Daniel James, Daniel James Man United jersey. I think he plays good. I mean, there's, there's, not a, lot, bad. there's a lot to if, look into him. If Man United had a decent striker last year, he probably would have had like 10 assists. He can't be a top, you know, top flight player yet. You no, know, like he, he has can't no be technical top, ability. Yeah. Zero technical ability. But, you know, he can develop and be good. He's like Adama Traore without muscles. <laughs> they both play so the same. So they both can touch the ball a thousand feet away from themselves yeah. and not finish? Right. They're, oh, literally, they're literally the same player. They run hard. They track back. They dribble up. They dribble down. Uh-huh. They cross. Honestly, Daniel James is probably a better crosser than mm-hmm. Traore. And Daniel James has actually scored more than three goals in a season. So better than Traore, probably. Uh, the other name I get to say. Yeah. Uh, I just want to say Dennis, Emmanuel Dennis. You know that guy? No, who he's play for? Uh, Watford. He's only four million, and he scored on his debut. Oh, that's true. Yeah. No, I just think that they needed yeah. a new. They they needed a striker. I mean, they got rid of Troy Deeney. Yeah. Imagine that. Club legend, bro. Club legend, Troy Deeney. But you know, because like everything was going to be talked about. Oh, Ishmael Sar, Ishmael Sar, blah 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 blah. Who's done awesome? Which is done amazing. Yeah. I get it. He's the man. Yeah, crap on Liverpool's life. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, but uh, you know, now having him too, like that's big. Mm-hmm. That's like load off of sorry. You know, he could actually break out a little more. So I think that was a good signing. That is a good signing. That's a good shout. Yeah, my uh, you know I was going to originally going to choose Leon Bailey because he has to take Grealish's spot, but he was injured. So yeah, I don't know. It's just too much. Like I didn't even say him because that is like a unit thing it's like all yeah. three of them got to play well for that to work out i don't think just him is uh, going to be the thing we weren't i wasn't allowed to talk about ronaldo so that's why i didn't choose him why not cuz you told me i couldn't choose him yeah you can't i couldn't choose, choose any of the main you get signings. to see ronaldo i don't want to hear it actually you know who i'm going to choose who donny van de beek oh god <laughs> <laughs> yeah your brother would like that maybe he'll get some donny minutes van in the de field. Beek, that's the man <laughs> Um, he was actually going to try, they were trying to get him a transfer to Everton, but, uh, Man United was like, nah, nah, like a loan spell, a loan spell to Everton. I we got, we got awesome. too many water bottles for him to drink right now. <laughs> Poor kid, man. Yeah. Just throwing away his career. Imagine, the, imagine losing your spot to McTominay yeah. and Fred. Well, McTominay's good. 
Yeah. Fred I get pissed about. Fred works harder than McTominay. It kind of pisses me off. McTominay can only play one role. I get mad that Fred plays. (laughs) He scored. (laughs) More goals than uh, Firmino this season. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) No, I mean, look, I think we covered uh, everything I needed to say. Um, Really, really, really big, big, big Premier League season coming up. And I think a lot of surprises is going to be tight. Um, we'll make another segment or podcast. We'll we didn't talk, talk about, about a team. What? West Ham. You got to talk about West Ham. Oh, yeah, you're right. Ah, right, you're right. Can we talk about how fantastic? Rachma. That team is awesome. Yeah, I know. They're playing crazy. David Moyes. If you like, told me Mikel Antonio would do anything relevant. I did tell, I tell you. you. That's no. why I picked him on my fantasy team. Crazy, man. And you laughed. Yeah, I did laugh. Yeah, but you did. He's actually healthy this year. And what I don't does he, get it. What does he do when he's West healthy? Is good for no score reason. Goals. Score goals. That's what he does. They just got score that goals. guy. What do you think? Uh, Vlasic. I thought you that was awesome. Him? Yes, I do. I don't know much. He's like one of those guys on FIFA that you get. Yeah. And, you know, he's like really fast. And if he's popular on FIFA, he's good. That's what I'm saying. Remember that guy? Bruno Fernandez was like that. Dan Weiss, the guy from Spain. Remember that one year? <laughs> Was? Whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, Daniel Was. Sucks now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, apparently, supposed they to They got rid good. of Felipe Anderson. They kept Yarmolenko, I think, right? Yeah. They got rid of all the players that got went there for, like, high-value money and then just didn't do anything so they can have more money for actual David Moyes players. And he's creating a great team. Kurt Zuma, fire signing. Good signing. Fire signing. I agree with Scores that. Scores goals with his head. Mm-hmm. Great defender. He can hang out with his boy, Dio. I forgot he's on the team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Both, play, both defenders. They could call up Dimitri Payet. He could tell him how to score some free kicks. For what them. if he came back? No, nah, he would never. No. That'd be wild. That's a loser. I don't like him. He's he's fire, though. Yeah, yeah, fire. Yeah, fire. he just came, ruined everybody, and just left. Yeah, that's what he did. He did do that. Yeah, I don't think so. You didn't watch the free kicks? Ah, well, free kicks. You know who scores free kicks? James Ward-Prowse. How do you feel that's about him? That's my boy, James yeah. Ward-Prowse. Oh, now you like James Ward-Prowse. <laughs> he gains respect after last year. <laughs> But yeah, uh, David Boyes, they have the Europa League. They have Europa League this year. Mm-hmm. West Ham, great business. Man. Just as good business as Man United and Austin Villa. Great team. Declan Rice, superb, obviously, on that team. Since they didn't sign Jesse Lingard, they signed Vlasic. Mm-hmm. They, they signed, who's the, other, who's the other kid from the same league? Oh, what, that, um, the Croatian guy? Yeah. The Czech guy, Czech guy? Yeah. I remember his name. I don't know. Starts with a K, either. I think, or something like that. Uh, oh, Alex Kral. Kral, yeah. Alone. I don't know him. I don't know anything about that. I'm but super hyped for the Kurt Zuma pick. Um, no, listen, I mean, it's going to be a great season. I uh, even talk about Leicester. What about Leicester? They made a signing. They got Bukari Samari. They got Adamola Lukman. Oh, and they also got, they also uh, got Vestigar. And Vestigar. Yeah, you know what? Actually, we should have talked about them. Like we're doing right now. Listen, there's a lot of good teams. What do you want me to do? Arsenal's last place. Let's talk about Neil Mopay. Why not? <laughs> no, I don't think we need to talk about anybody else, honestly. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with it. But yeah. Arsenal's last place. but uh, So, yeah. We have to do our ending now. Remember that part? Yeah. It's been a while. We'll see you uh, in a couple of days for our next podcast. That'll be about our top... Are we doing top 10? Sure. We'll do a top... And top bottom eight. three. No, top eight. We got to do top, top eight, eight and Europe bottom three. three. All right, top eight and bottom three. Yeah. All right. So we'll say Arsenal three times. All right, thanks guys for tuning in. We'll talk some more. I'm glad we got this off of our chest and we got a lot more to come this year. Arsenal suck. Thanks.